listening to Zeros on Heroes with Mike Mercadal and Will Watkins. Hey everybody, welcome to Zeros on Heroes. My name is Mike Mercadal, and with me as always is... Will Watkins. Will Watkins, that's what he sounds like. Thank you all for listening. I hope you guys are enjoying our uh, our, our barrage of episodes. We've been putting them out with regularity. Or at least uh, we will have been by the time this comes out. So, f- fingers crossed everybody. Woohoo! Don't make me a liar. Um, we have a very special guest with us today. Um, he, he... Look, I, you're going to be surprised... Because he's going to sound a little different. <laughs> uh, no, a, com- a comedian here in New York, originally from Great Britain, uh, we have Dominic Fogarty, everybody. Hello, thank you uh, for having me on the podcast. Now, that's fake, right? No, I'm just kidding. What, the, uh, the, the voice. All, it's all real. I was expecting you to be like, ah, bomba glad man. <laughs> yeah, that was like, howdy. 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 <laughs> you've been, howdy, y'all. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> you've been doing the American, you did the American Dom on stage. I saw that was pretty fun. Um, did American Dom die out? No, I, I'm trying to work on American Dom because I, I don't like. I, I think the accent is too generic. Yeah, so. you because well, you just became an American citizen. Congratulations! Yeah, that's right. Oh, thank you very much. How do you feel about? Uh, you came into this situation. That's like that's like getting into an Uber right before it crashes. Like yeah, Uber and, pool, and, and then it's like also we're gonna die. And, and because I got my citizenship just after the whole Brexit thing, so oh, everyone was saying like, "Oh, well, well done, you got uh, out just in time." And I, one of the reasons <laughs> I wanted to become a citizen was so I could um, vote in the election. <laughs> and, and straight after the uh, citizenship ceremony, they had people um, to sign us up for to register and vote. Yeah, yeah. So I signed up as a Democrat, and I was like, "Oh, cool, I can do my democratic duty in, in New York." <laughs> which, you know. Then, um, yeah, on that Tuesday night. There was, I, I just want to say on that I, I started watching MSNBC at 8 p.m. before anything was called, and they I, I was just like, oh shit, something is wrong. Yeah, and and they were showing the counties and forum like, oh Trump's up here. Uh, this is one that Obama won by 20 percent, and they'd go back to the uh, the table with um, Brian Williams, and he'd be like, well, we we should say something about this, and I was just like, God, this is this is not going well but we that, but, should say something about that's probably the most american news thing i've ever heard yeah. where it's like uh we gotta we gotta but usually they're, they're always saying something and, and rachel maddow was cracking jokes by being like look trump can't the only way he can win is if he wins florida hillary has all these all these uh possibilities yeah. and then it's yeah. just like well there goes pennsylvania there goes everything no. it was like it was wow. pretty rough to watch i i went to bed at a certain point because i had I, I work at a hospital so i had to work a tw- like a double shift on wednesday at the hospital Ooh. and then and which is fine it was good because i mean i I was able to kind of like n- not wallow like i had shit to do because yeah. otherwise i'd be sitting in my in my apartment here you know in jamaica in the most brown neighborhood i've ever been <laughs> in. My, i'm 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 the whitest guy in my neighborhood and i'm not even white like yeah, i'm yeah i'm latino <laughs> but i'm I, like so so for me like i would have just sat here been like I live in an entirely different world than the Trump's America because if it was, you know, like from the rhetoric and all the craziness going on, they would, they would come and just carpet bomb this entire neighborhood. Yeah. You know, but whatever. Enough of that, that bullshit. Uh, <laughs> thank you for coming on doing the show. But you you have an interesting insight because I also feel like you're more educated. At going, That's I have, just the accent, though. No, no, no. Anytime you, you hear a British accent, you're like, that guy's smart. No, no, no. Don't be an asshole. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's actually a real phenomenon. It's as, true. As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, smart that? or a uh, uh, comic book villain, either one. I was gonna say Star Wars villain. Star Wars, Star Wars all, villain, all, yeah. all bad, bad guys in Star Wars, British, and oh, except Obi Wan. Obi Wan. What's that dude? Uh, what's his name? Strong. What's Mark his? Strong. Mark Strong, dude. That yeah. guy is the greatest villain of all time. Do, do you remember there was a um, the ads for the Jaguar cars? Yeah, Mark Strong. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, the guy who plays Loki. Loki. Uh, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Yeah, and um, had another guy as well. Like maybe Ben. They were all the British bad guys. Yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know, being a villain is cool. We're like smart. We're gentlemen. We drive cool cars. And I was like, <laughs> this, this makes me proud. This, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This. Yeah. Um, but I, the reason I brought up because that I mean that's got to be true because everyone loves an accent. I remember hearing your super old Godfrey bit. Remember God, Godfrey had this bit about accents that I thought was about. I remember his dad before I started doing comedy. No, it was like how if you had an accent, you can kind of get away with anything. 
Something like that where he's like, if I went up to him and be like, hey, what's up? Let's fuck. You'd be like, you know, get the fuck out of here. But if a guy comes up and he's like, uh, excuse me, perhaps I take your, your pussy put my face? They're like, oh. <laughs> uh, which I saw such an old bit. It was one of like, before I started, it was one of the bits that kind of was like, that's funny. I could write something like yeah. that. Um, but, but like a, like in America, like if a, if, if a girl hears like an English accent, like there's this automatic like, oh, it's, it's you sexy, get it, yeah. What's a what is the American like? If you were like stereotypical like news anchor American accent, in in Britain, what's the reaction? Is it just like ah, this dumb piece? Well, of where shit. where are you from in Great Britain? Because it's different areas. Yeah, that that's the other thing as well. So I lived in London for a bit, but I went to school up in Yorkshire. Which is in the north part yeah, of yeah. So uh, in, in the north, you kind of talk like this, like uh, I haven't, I haven't done like Sean Bean's yeah, from yeah. the north. I haven't yeah. done a northern accent, north from the north. Yeah, um, everyone on Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Um, no, I'm serious. Harry Potter, Harry yeah. Potter Game no, of Thrones. No, not Harry Potter. Game James Bond. Harry Potter is, is South England. Um, Game of Thrones. Like Game of Thrones has a ton. Winterfell is yeah. that's literally the northern yeah. accent. Yeah, yeah. But then it is weird because um, a lot of people are like, oh my god, British accent. Oh, I love it. You sound so smart. It's like there's a lot of different British accents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That this is gonna make me sound horrible, but they do not sound smart to me. To because you, I mean, you're also. It's also like if someone from the south was like, I'm from Alabama, but those people from Texas sound like shit. You know, like yeah, yeah. I'm from Texas. I'm smart. Those people from Tennessee are dummies. You know, like th- to the non-trained ear, they all kind of sound like southern idiots. You know what I mean? Like you have yeah, to really try yeah. hard. Yeah, it's like a when it's like, ah, oh, English accents sound good, and it's like some dude sounds like Hagrid, and they're like, oh, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, but I there's a lot. Well, listen more bull ear. Yeah, yeah. Like one of my favorite is like oh, like in um. Like in the Guy Ritchie movies, there's a lot of like a variety of oh, the I love like the yeah. Pikey. Yeah, no, but not just that one. But in like Lockstock, where that has Bullet Tooth Tony in it, right? Is that Lockstock, right? Uh yeah. And um, there's the the dude, uh, the 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 super Scottish dude. It's like oh, tone. He's they got like that real like like tongue heavy. Yeah, accent is really. I mean, I I love. I do have to watch it with subtitles. I I, I try. I tried watching Snatch with my girlfriend. My girlfriend's from Boston. She doesn't have the accent, and Snatch is one of my favorite films. I love that movie. movie. Five minutes. She was like, I I can't watch this. I have no (laughs) idea what they're saying. I I swear to you, I watch it with subtitles just to kind of make sure I get everything. But this wasn't even at the bit with Brad Pitt. As the no, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm fully yeah, siding yeah, yeah. with your girlfriend on this one. Yeah, and I was, I was like, well, I'm trying to I share to my culture with I, you. I always, <laughs> that's your <laughs> it happens. It happens a lot. Yeah, I always viewed it as like a when you watch like a like a Shakespeare play or something like that. It's like I'm like I don't, I don't know what they're saying. Like even I the feel verbiage, what they're saying, but it's like after a while, I'm like oh, I get it. I can't like I don't understand everything, but I get it. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can, I can follow along. Sure. But Shakespeare as well. I remember doing those at school, the Shakespeare plays, and, and, and we were reading them. And I was like, I, I know what the words say, but I have no idea. Yeah. Like yeah. what? There was a lot of stuff I figured, like, as someone will more educated will tell me, where there, someone said, <laughs> oh, that's a metaphor for this. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Really? You're know, <laughs> oh, like, oh, wow. Hopefully guess- someone with a British accent shows up. <laughs> I guess that does make sense. You know, someone would be like, oh, actually, it means uh, the vagina or whatever, like some sexual. <laughs> you're, no, yeah, you're like, why is he talking in- about a blooming flower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Like, oh, there's he's, some, he's- those I kind of get, but there were some deep cut ones where, like, because there's a ton of, like, sex shit in all of like Shakespeare throws a lot of like super sexual innuendo and then someone was like like I went on a date with this girl who was an English person Uh, not English person but she studied had an English degree a degree in English or English literature and uh, so she was like um, uh, so she was just like listing off all of these like phrases that he kind of came up with that were literally all just about fucking you know like like Shakespeare was a bro you know <laughs> yeah yeah we go fuck these pussies tonight bro you know like that was shakespeare <laughs> was it, do you know the uh the canterbury tales yeah yeah, yeah chaucer yeah because yeah, that was written in like the but pre that was pre-shakespeare yeah right? so maybe 1200s or something yeah. but i think it has the first use of the word fuck and there's a lot of raunchy material i haven't, yeah. I haven't read it but it's one of those things that schoolboys would be like oh the Canterbury Tales, haha. How lofty, how lofty the British intellect that they're like, ooh, the Canterbury Tales. <laughs> giggle, giggle. Ooh. Uh, I do love that. Actually, I don't know if you know this, but Mort de Arthur had the word cunt in it. 
What's that? Well, the the death of King Arthur. <laughs> That's not true at all. But <laughs> I believed it. You could have you could have held on to that for many episodes further on. It was like ah, uh, Mortigan, you cunt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, what do we get? Did you have any? What do we got to go? Hero news, real quick. Oh, hero news. Hero news. Yeah, that's how he makes the hero news introduction noise. Nice. We encourage any all of all of our guests to do their own interpretation of a hero news. Introduction. Type thing. So, okay. should, okay. three. Just say two. Hero news in some sort of one. Way. Hero news. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Inspired from Wayne's World. You, Mr. Uh, Scream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mr. Scream. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love what, what it. What's the so DJ's uh, name? Dan uh, something. Handsome Dan. Like, you're not listening Dan. to us, are you? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Great. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. whoa. Whoa. Harry Shearer. <laughs> it's like shooting fish in a barrel. Oh. We could say anything we want. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, great. Yeah. I love, I love the, that. Those movies, as dated as they are now, like you watch it. Oh, like, that, they're incredible. They are. The comedy holds up so fucking solid. Yeah. Tia Carrere, super hot. Uh, what a babe. The music is still fucking. <laughs> if she was a president, she'd be Baberham Lincoln, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but yeah, what do we got for. Uh, oh, Hero News. Hero news. Uh, this is my favorite part of Hero News. Uh, bit of hero news today is that deadpool 2 founder director the director is david leach who directed john wick oh that's gonna be so good do you see john wick not yet uh, well, actually, oh dude i'm very late with a lot of films and stuff, don't worry about it i'll forgive it's you it's on the list uh john wick 2 is coming out so you should that's do like the twofer and he's but an extra in it i'm in it yeah oh nice i'm, I'm a I'm a Russian, Russian bad guy. Oh, that, that's <laughs> because a nobody look. cares about what you actually are in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it was, it was. I love the first one. The second one came. I didn't even know what it was. You know, you just take a gig or whatever, and then they were like, "Oh, it's John Wick 2. And I'm like, "Cool!" I was like, really happy to be there. And then they gave me a dog to play with, big Doberman, wow. to like I have to walk around and look mean with this Doberman. Oh wow! But meanwhile, they would call cut, and I'd be like, "Gushy." <laughs> And then it was like Dobermans are great dogs, man. Yeah, they're great. It was really it was like a puppy. And uh, but yeah, that movie is great. And that guy's gonna be directing. Yeah, John Wick. Uh, he's taking over for uh, Tim Miller. Yeah, that w- that's great. I'm on board. I love the style of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish you'd see. It. Yeah, he's got. I mean, the the fight scenes are great. It's like it's not as cheesy as like that. Uh, remember in like the early two thousands. There was a lot of gunkata, they called it. Oh, Equilibrium. I love yeah, that. Equilibrium. I love that, I love yeah. that yeah. movie. Did you also see uh, Shoot 'Em Up? Yeah. Shoot, oh, Shoot 'Em Up was great. Oh, Shoot 'Em Up is very good. Up. That's actually. one of my favorite movies. Uh, Eat your vegetables. <laughs> now, my favorite was uh, when he does the rant about the the turn signal. Oh, Clive yeah. Owen does a rant about this, and then there's like a skydiving gunfight. Like, oh, uh, yeah, nuts, it was man. just be as crazy as you can be. Yeah, that movie's crazy. It was like a it was like a takeoff on uh, action movies, or yeah, like of that era, like the Get Carters and the Paybacks yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, I think people thought it was like like oh they're just trying to make an action movie. Like no, they like it's a satire. Dig deeper. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a satire of that. But uh, but yeah, those movies those movies are great. And and there's one called. Street Kings. If you want to see another Keanu Reeves being a badass, yeah. Street Kings. There's more realism, but it's great. He played like a a dumbass or something like that who's easily manipulated or something. In like Street that. Kings, right? Am I no, he was right a dirt. He was a cop, and there was he was. Yeah, like he was bust- a cop, but like he wasn't that smart, and but he was really good at killing people. No, so I don't he was even, easily manipulated. I don't remember. I don't think we're thinking about the same movie. Oh, uh, maybe. <laughs> but whatever. Either way, Street Kings is good. The one I saw was good. There might be another. There might be another. <laughs> street- was, whatever movie I saw was good too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it was, <laughs> whatever it was, um, he made a lot of movies after Matrix. But, he made, uh, yeah, like they, there was a while where people just kind of pigeonholed him because he's not. Everyone says he's a shitty actor, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's he's fine. He's a good, serviceable what, actor. What was that movie he made where he fell in love with the girl whose family owned the grape farm? Oh, uh, Walk in the Clouds, something like that. Yeah, it was a. The, he, he's not an accent guy. No. I love. I still Bram watch, Stoker's. Oh, yeah, Dracula, yeah. Bram Stoker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was bad. Oh, English, because that was the thing they were trying to force him into too many things. They were like, "He's yeah. the it guy. Let's put him in this cl- British." Get the it's fuck out so, of here! Because but, like Gary Oldman is arguably my favorite actor of all time. Yeah, and it's like then you have arguably the worst acts. Yeah. Well, one of the things when people were talking about that's like as bad as like when Dick Van Dyke did a Cockney accent in <laughs> Mary Poppins. Oh, I'm a chimney sweeper. Oh, I rock there, right? What about Mickey Rooney in, uh, as the oh, Chinese in Breakfast at Tiffany's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not the good <laughs> Please don't do that ever again. Oh. We're, no, don't. You want the breakfast at Tiffany's? No. 
Please stop. Ooh. With all my soul, I beg for you to not, not do that ever again. At least I didn't cross my eyes. No, but you didn't. You did squint them, you oh. motherfucker. <laughs> uh, also, what about um, Point Break? But he's a surfer, wait, wait, dude. Yeah, when he, fires, he, he fires his gun into the air, screaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I'm on, totally on board with that. Hey, Jody, gotta surf. Bro, and that, yeah, that Point Break remake was unnecessary. They could have literally just released Point Break I like Break the, again. the first Point Break remake when they called it Fast and Furious. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> it was basically the same it thing. It was with, the same fucking instead movie. Instead of surfers, it was... Oh man, you want to feel old as fuck? Go watch. It. There's a someone took a screen capture of the first Fast and oh, Furious movie. Oh, were they still VCRs? Yeah, they were stealing TVs that still had VCRs in them. <laughs> that was like the big heist. It was like the big original heist was. And now thing. they're fighting like Jason Statham. Yeah, no. It's now like, they're like, wow, you guys really moved up in the world. Yeah, they went. They went from like, like import racer street gang to yeah. super spies. Yeah, they're fighting Jason Statham and Diamond Hansu. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else we got? We got we to oh, muscle yeah, through uh, here. <laughs> Jaiman Hansu needs to be in more shit. Jaiman. Jaiman? Jaiman Hansu. He's, uh, he was great in that animated Black Panther series. Oh, that is one of my favorite things. Cool. So good. So good. Fighting the Black Knight and everything. So yep. good. Uh, do you watch Westworld? Uh, I'm not caught up yet. Do you watch Westworld? Yeah. What's what's the news? Uh, Ed Harris, is uh, he's renewed for season two. Because they renewed the show. Yeah, they renewed Ed the show. Harris. So they, they said Ed Harris is going to be in the second season he's as well. fucking good in that show. So Everyone's in. I, I, when I first watched the pilot episode, I hated it because I thought it was going to be like Lost. But I, I gave it a chance. I'm glad I did. Yeah. And I, yeah. The first episode they wrote, there's a guy that he was just in there for the first episode, the, fir- the original father. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He was amazing. He was yeah. great. He was so fucking good. And then he's like, oh, I guess we can't use him anymore. He's gone. And they well, replace him with another father with a different mustache. Well, here's the thing is the like uh, I always look at IMDb to look up these actors like that. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, I want to know what this guy's also been in. And uh, it said he's in uh, like four or five episodes of Westworld. And it's like, I only saw him in the one. Does that oh, mean he's coming back in the last four? Maybe. Like when all the robots become sentient or some shit? Hosts. They're hosts. hosts. Uh, well, so he's a super cool actor because I, I saw his Twitter when um, Evan H., uh, Rachel Wood and a few others got nominated for awards. He was mm-hmm. like, oh, huge shout out. Like, well done. You really deserve it. And I was like, man, the, the guy can't, can do no wrong. Yeah, man. Yeah. I li- like, there's, there's a documentary called The Guy Who Was In That Thing. Oh, that's good and it's movie. where they follow like these character actor guys, and I'm like, I would kill for that kind of career. These guys just get to act and work and be different in a bunch of different, or the same in everything. They just get to be yeah. the, the they get to be some dude in a suit, and they get to just work forever and have a nice living and be in everything. And that sounds delightful. What else you got? Uh, well, we'll end with this just so we can get into the thing. Hell yeah! But uh, <laughs> this is also uh, a good uh, piece of hero news: is they're making a live action. Winnie the Pooh movie, directed what? by, uh, <laughs> directed by Mark uh, Forster, who you might know as directing World War Z. <laughs> He's doing a live action. Win- yeah, well, live, action live action Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. It's going to be like a CG. All the CG. I don't animals? know if it's going to be like Paddington the Bear, or if it's going to be like straight up. Because like the whole point is that they're all the toys, Smurfs. right? They're all toys. Yeah, like Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Do you know Winnie the Pooh? Not as well as you probably think I... No, I wouldn't uh, imagine. But Winnie the Pooh is just... But it's the Disney version, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be... I mean, Disney owns the property. Yeah, so it's a storybook. So it's basically... It all it all exists in fantasy. Why would they make it a real life? Well, the, the, or is it the story The story of, of Winnie the Pooh is that Christopher Robin has these stuffed animals, and then the stuffed animals come to life. Right. So, they're, But that's what I'm saying. They're all toys. They're all stuffed animals. Yeah, so I don't know if it's going to be like a Toy Story type thing. Where it's gonna be, but they're gonna like mold it, like uh, put in like re- like the Smurfs type thing that happened. It's gonna be like, oh, like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, or exactly. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they can do something like that. I don't know. Those films did so well. <laughs> they, dude, Yo, they, they, made a, they made a they made so many squeakles. <laughs> they made three the, the threequel squeakle. What Chipwrecked. is it? Chipwrecked. They did the uh, fucking road road chip. chip. Road chip. Yeah, this they they made a ton of fucking money off of these movies. You know what's great is I love that David Cross was in. Uh, he signed like for like four pictures. I got a whole bunch of money, and he just openly talks shit about how he hated doing those movies. Yeah, he hates. But those he movies. still has to make those movies. Yeah, he's not done. And, and I think it, he might be done now, but probably. Like, but he signed like they 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 made all these, and he's you know he's he's David Cross. He's like super alt comic. 
hero, like legend, originator. Yeah. And then now he's he's like, I'm, and then people who made fun of him is like, he was talking about how like because he has this show, it's really good called uh, Todd Margaret. The very yeah, Todd Margaret. The very poor decision. What is it called? There's a long title, but it's Todd yeah. Margaret, and uh, filmed in 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 uh, the UK, and and he he's like doing this thing that's supposed to be very good and very smart and everything. Meanwhile, he has to go do promo for the fucking chipmunk movies. Yeah. And everyone's making fun of him. He's like, fuck, I'm getting paid. Yeah. And then he still gets to do all this other stuff, which is kind of also a pretty good career to have too. Like one for them, one for you. Yeah, yeah. But apparently, yeah, some of these contracts is like, oh, I want to do my passion project for this film. And it's like, okay, but sign up for three of these films. Yeah. And you're like, well, if that's the only way I can do my ultra niche Show. I'm all for it. I, I, I mean, it all depends on. Look, if they make a good live action Winnie the Pooh movie, I'm not the target demographic. So go out, go for yeah, it. Yeah, Who yeah. cares? You know, if you make money off it, that's not my. That's like, that's, that's. I'm telling you, since the, the Fantastic Four movie, it changed my life. Where it's like, hey, man, if. Wh- which one? The, the new, the most recent one. Oh, okay. Because I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Oh, really? I had a great time watching it. You, you enjoyed it. I- ironically or no i was like this is a this was time well spent i was like yeah, this is fine uh because i i'm i realized i am no one to determine if something is good or bad if i am not actively do, doing it or have done it in the past like like i'll watch an offensive line on football like uh, and, okay. I'll, and yeah. I'll be like oh american that guy football, american yeah. football american yeah. football yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh thank you for the save um <laughs> But the but yeah like I'll watch somebody do something on the offensive line and I don't know that but then I'll watch like the wide receiver running a pattern and I'm like I don't know if that was good or bad because I have no I I only know either what they tell me on TV whatever I'm not the expert so when I watch a movie now I've changed everything I say from I've changed the language of how I think where I'm not saying oh this movie was good or this movie was bad I'm saying I en- I loved this movie or I hate this movie or, I enjoyed this movie I didn't I th- it was did I waste my time or not? You know, like it's, it's, it's about personal thing. Cause you know what? If, the, if someone out there like, yo, my favorite movie is Alvin and the Chipmunks chipwrecked and that's their favorite movie. <laughs> and I'm an, and it's like, who am I to tell them? No, that's not your favorite movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would like to, in my heart to be like, I hope that's not, I hope that's bullshit. I think if somebody says my favorite movie is chipwrecked, you can be like, I think you should like seek help somehow. Like, uh, no, but that's what a judgment. What a judgment you're placing on them. Because I'm sure there's people out there that are like this motherfucker in his comic book movies. What a fucking idiot, bro. I think that's a little more uh, acceptable the comic book movie thing than saying than a grown man with no children going. You know, it's great. <laughs> Shipwrecked. Now, why did you assume he was a grown man with no children? I didn't add any of that detail. I said someone <laughs> out there. I, 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 was, yeah, I was picturing you going <laughs> to Alvin the chipmunks no i would buy yourself going you guys excited for this you guys excited for this <laughs> oh, man. you know they're making a they're making a fourth one too right they're gonna go on a, they're gonna go on a road chip <laughs> i'm gonna marathon it before we go watch the last one um when i was when i was in high school uh i was the new josh sends you on the on the podcast he was dating this girl and i was dating this girl and both the girls wanted to go see the oh, you, I, I thought you guys were dating he was dating this girl and then no, no, i no. was dating this girl i was uh, like same girl he tried to get with the girl I was dating after we broke up, but uh, we were both dating, so we don't want to like a double date. And then the two the two girls wanted the to details go- you choose to share are the, fascinating. The two girls wanted to go see the Lizzie McGuire movie, oh. and so we were like, I don't know, sixteen, seventeen, and so we went to this theater, and it's just fucking eight year olds <laughs> and us, and we're like, Ugh, <laughs> Ugh. I had a I had a friend. This is my friend told me. That we were going to the movies, and we, he was like, "Yo, we have to go see Spice World." <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" He's like, "You, you know, his girlfriend. He, we got to go uh-uh. see Spice World. We, you know, like we'll go. We'll, you know, just come and we'll go, and then afterwards we'll go hang out." And then I'm there, and then slowly, it surely dawned on me, he was using his girlfriend <laughs> because he, he wanted, wanted to go, go see the Spice World movie, and I'm like. You know how there's plenty of people who take their kids to Pixar movies because they want to see. There's plenty of adults that love these Pixar movies for good reason. They're great, but there's plenty of like there's like there's got to be boyfriends out there. Is like, bro, I gotta go see Bring It On this weekend. (laughs) I gotta see the third Bring It On sequel. Oh god, Uh, can't believe she's dragging me to Justin to Kelly. Yeah, and then you hear in the background, motherfucker, that's what you want. (laughs) I don't want that. That's what you want. But yeah, that was all right. 
Are we good with here? I don't. Yeah, we, that's we, good. That's this good. has been a lot of fun. Really yeah, yeah. ranty. A lot of time <laughs> this, being this killed. Is, this is good, but a lot of fun. Uh, I and uh, we're gonna move on to our our selected hero, Dominic. You you picked uh, a very British choice. It's look. I'm gonna be honest with you. I I did not. They told me who it was, and I was like, I didn't know what it was right away. Nor did I research it because <laughs> I figure it's gonna be a fun surprise for me to look, discover this on. Uh, live, yeah. like in in the moment. So the, the character may not be well known, especially among Americans, but like he's the basis for a lot of current well who's characters. The 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 hero you picked is uh, Henry Flashman. Uh, Harry Flashman. Harry Flashman. I'm sorry. Yeah. Fuck. I fucked it up. I was yeah. close. Yeah. So um, he's a fictional character in so there's this book series based on his imagined life. That makes sense. Is oh, he oh. a real person? Well, let's hold on. Let me let me stop you before we continue on any further. We start with the same question for every hero because we want your interpretation of it. What's the first thing you think of when you think of Harry Flashman? Um, a charming gentleman rogue. Oh, oh I'm on board already. I like oh. a charming gentleman rogue. I fancy myself to th- I think of myself that way uh, sometimes. <laughs> uh, but you were going. So you were saying that he's he's a fictional character or based like one of those like loose. He, yeah, legends, so, yeah. You know? So th- there was a book written in the eighteen hundreds, um, Tom Brown's School Days, and I think this was a real book. It's written by this guy's experiences at the boarding school rugby, um, where rugby the sport was founded, and right, he right. was bullied by someone older than him, and that character's name was called Flashman. Hmm. And so then I think in the 50s or 60s, um, the author... George, 1950s and 60s. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. George MacDonald Fraser took that Flashman character from Tom Brown's school days and gave him a whole... It expanded yeah. on his life. So he started out as a bully character, right? Like a bad guy. Like he, a, he, he, no, he well, was, were these like a memoir? Like the original story... I'm sorry, what was the author's name? Um... Tom, uh, Tom some, Hughes, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. his name isn't Tom Brown, but his the character in the book is. Yeah. So is it like Tom, one of those? It, Tom, it's called Tom Brown's School Days. I think it's what it's called. Yeah. And that's actually the basis. Like it inspired like uh, Saint Tristan's count, uh, book series as well as like Harry Potter was based on it as well because it's all about like a boarding school. Sure, sure, sure. Like this is like if. It was like an eye into the traditional boarding school yeah, structure. So this is almost like if you read Harry Potter and then you made a spinoff featuring Draco Malfoy. Like Flashman oh, was like yeah, the bully. Yeah. Putting it in terms I understand. Yeah. So F- Flashman Thank also in, in the Flashman book series, he is a self-confessed coward and bully. Like he he's more of an anti-hero. Okay, cool. So he's not someone I aspire to be, but they're like parts of him that I just absolutely gentleman rogue because there is that kind of there is the in in the um, i guess this would be on the the proper 50s like post-war era where everyone is rebuilding and you just kind of gotta go to work and whatever you know because this is like the 50s in uh, the post-war time in america was probably very different than post-war britain but they still had rationing yeah. yeah, like yeah. Cause, well, we were like fucking and shit. Yeah, because because the fight wasn't here, so like people consider that like like all the make America great again bullshit, yeah. which was in the you know that's what the era they they kind of we were like, can you believe what they did to Hawaii? Yeah, <laughs> but like nobody here had to deal with the actual yeah. like lingering effects, you know. But in the UK, they were literally rebuilding from yeah. a war. They got yeah. bombed and the Blitzkrieg and all this shit. So like, I imagine the art takes a big kind of leaping turn away f- in terms of different structure like like if you look at 50s america ju- you know the leave it to beaver and you know all those like tv shows about like wholesome family fun and then you got like the british i the guess british that's for all like faulty towers yeah like, like <laughs> yeah no well <laughs> But like that comedy had yeah. to come from the generation brought up by these people who were just miserable. Because it the is whole a time. dark comedy, right? It's like a very it's it's humorous in parts, but it's like very depressing almost, right? What the the Flashman books or the English comedy? Oh, the, <laughs> both, both, but uh, the Flashman books. <laughs> yeah, is, is it a comedy or is it straight up just? Um, there are funny bits, but it it's oh kind of hard to explain. Like, 
what do you what do you mean in the, in terms of like the the stories progress through like an arc? Or is it, like, like what are his experiences? Are they, okay, is it like so, a really grand story? Yeah, or just, yeah. So the um, basically the books are written as his memoirs, and so oh, okay. at, at the front of the book it says like, oh, the Flashman papers were found in the drawer um, of an antique shop somewhere. Oh. Uh, but that that's literally yeah. made up. Okay, yeah. and so if you look into the, I, I brought the books with me to show you. Um, they're making just... books on paper now cool. yeah hold on what are uh, they going to invent next he's ingenious people he's inventors okay so here we go at the back of the book they even have notes literally like this is all a fake structural history of this person yeah so so the notes <laughs> wow. are real the, the events are kind of real because Flashman he ends up he gets expelled from school in Tom Brown's school days which is when the Flashman books start and he goes back home to his father and his father's like, oh, what are you going to do now? And he says, like, oh, I think I'm going to join the British Army. So he buys a commission and he joins a regiment where they they haven't been deployed. They, I think they were just deployed somewhere. So he's like, oh, they're not going to be deployed anywhere. So I can just chill in London and go to the gentleman clubs and hang out when gentlemen clubs the are gen- actually clubs for gentlemen. For gentlemen, yeah. Where you play billiards <laughs> and drink. They don't got chicks there. Yeah, no, it's, no just, it's just no, for men. No, no li- literally just gentlemen. Um, and this takes place in the eighteen, the late 1800s, yeah, right? Yeah, so I think it's between the books span from 1842 to 1900. What would that be considered, like, the name of that era? Victorian. Like, is that, that's Victorian. Is yeah. that, that, that's, like, right in the he middle was, of the Victorian. He meets Queen Victoria a couple of times, right? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, really? Oh, so this guy is, like... This guy is like uh, the the Forrest Gump. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yes. exactly. Ah, but oh. also, the, the th- so the funny thing is, he goes, he ends up in all these military conflicts, even though he tried to avoid it. But so he joins oh. the army, ends up. Um, so there's a time he dishonors someone, so that oh, I'll challenge you to a duel. But the guy who duels him, he's like, oh shit, I'm, he's going to kill me. So he ends up getting someone else to tamper with his pistol so it doesn't fire properly, and he ends up pointing the gun away and shooting so he's like oh i'll do the honorable thing but coincidentally he ends up shooting a bottle so everyone's like oh my god he's such a great shot but he spared this guy's life what what a what a gentleman and he's like yeah i'll I'll run with it and and so that happens a lot and he ends up getting sent to scotland and he ends up sleeping with this guy's daughter because he he sleeps with a lot of women and why you're a gentleman rogue yeah that's what you do but the daughter ends up blabbing to her sisters and the father and the father forces him to have a shotgun wedding but the the father (laughs) is uh nouveau riche he's not old money he's new money yeah Yeah, yeah, and so he goes back to his regiment in london and the colonel's like oh you've married below your station you've brought shame upon the regiment this is what england was like back then good lord and so he gets sent to a unit, an uh, army regiment in Afghanistan, because he's really good with languages. And then oh. Afghanistan kicks off in the 1840s. And, he's and there's a lot. That was during, is that during the Legionnaire time? No, 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 that's Africa. Uh, yeah, no, it was, and during, it was the French um, Legionnaires. But that was during World War. Yeah, this is like, two, this is before way before 1900s. that. He like in the papers thing he dies in like 1915 like yeah oh okay basically during World War One essentially but so, so like it's funny because there, there's a lot of that era where I read about it like oh uh uh there's a great show on Netflix it's like a British show that where it's like super short one season and in, and I don't know if there's gonna be another one but it's called Jonathan Strange and Mister Norrell and it's about magic in the Victorian era where it's like, Uh, these are gentlemen magicians or something like that. And they like send, they're like, those were like the Napoleonic war times, right? Yeah. And then, so they send them to fight in Portugal against the French and then they send, and they use these magicians and they have magic, but they're Victorian proper British gentlemen. It's Uh, fucking crazy. (laughs) And then I, but there's like a lot of it in there where there's like the, these like foppish dandy guys that are a part of the culture and where it's like, how much of that is like bullshit storytelling and how much of that was like real, like how did life exist like that? You know? But that's why I, I love these books because it is like very dandy because Flashman is a coward, a bully. He, it's like, oh, you see behind the scenes because obviously you think like, oh, you know, everyone was just super polite and there's right. a lot of manners and etiquette. But then with these but obviously these i don't know how real these books are but it's fun to see in it you're like oh there there are pieces of shit just like yeah us. everywhere yeah <laughs> and like 
also with with Flashman, he uh, he's really good at languages. He can grow a beard. He tans really well, so he can like blend in and escape when he oh, needs to. And so also, he looks feel fitting into the Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and there's also a really funny bit where when when he gets scared, which he often does, instead of turning pale, his uh, he blushes. Oh, okay. so people think they're like, oh, we're outnumbered but look at flashman he's gone red he's angry he's he's being brave and he he just goes with it and he's like i'm terrified but i have to try and get out of this while being heroic and (laughs) at the end of the first book he's in afghanistan he ends up at a fort a british fort and they're being overrun by um taliban and he's ill and delirious and he, he grabs the flag the colors which were the big thing back then in battles right and he's trying to like give it to them to the enemy but he ends up collapsing and the, but they get rescued by the British army and they find Flashman the only survivor holding the colours and they're like <laughs> what a hero he he was holding oh the colours defending them and then he gets like um, a, the greatest medal at the time meets Queen Victoria and they're like oh Flashman the hero of Afghanistan and he's like <laughs> wow I'll, I'll take it and he ends up in a lot of conflicts um, pretty much every conflict between 1840 and 1900, including the Civil War, except there's no book about that. Um, but oh, they it, don't talk about he comes to the United States? Yeah, he comes to the United States a few times. Like there's this one um, where he's with General Custer. Uh, <laughs> oh, no! Yeah. Oh, no. So you why, think, why is this the first time hearing of this guy? It's not like well, not many British po- people know about it either. So oh, it's really? not like yeah. a super popular thing. No, it's I I think if are you, you are bringing are you bringing bullshit into my podcast? <laughs> no, this this is all real. But like it's interesting because these sounds like what a compelling idea for moving this to another medium. Like why you know how they're always looking for there there have been a few movies based on it like BBC movies. I think yeah, they tried back in like the eighties and, yeah. and it wasn't very good. Like one thing I'd love to do, I'm I'm gonna read these again. I might try and write a script or something on the first like, book. Like do an adaptation yeah. or something. Yeah. Cause you'd have to do you know, like you would have to do an origin story, right? Well, you would have to kind of introduce the character in some way for for to a new medium, right? So like yeah. like let's say we're making this I because I'm imagining this like as a TV series. You know what I mean? Like or a yeah. net like a like a some like sort of mini series maybe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I would say it would have like the like like that feel of not time jumping, but you know, like that when someone tells you a story, they they don't lie, but they'll exaggerate certain parts to make you know, like suddenly, oh, he fought ten men. Yeah, yeah. He fought a guy. You know, he, he didn't fight yeah. ten men. He fought one guy. But now, now he fought ten men. So the memory, it's kind of like has this tall tale. Chuck Norris. Yeah, Chuck Norris. Or like, you know, even, uh, what was I think? What was the, like, Big Fish or something like that? Like, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. you know, like, there's this whole kind of where they take on these, or 300. We were talking about 300 the oh, other yeah, day. Yeah. Where it was like, the reason why this, they had monsters and giants and, It's because the, the poet was telling the story. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So this could be like the, te- I would imagine that, why is that not happening? And why are we not doing this right now making money? Let's <laughs> Let's do it, guys. Well, I mean, he like in one way or another, he's been like he influenced a lot of like literary characters, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, like uh, I texted him was like, uh, "This is the basis for Captain Boomerang," which is a weird reference. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know if you're a comic book guy, but like Captain Boomerang, like in the comic books, is like he's this guy who's very selfish. He doesn't really want to fight anybody. That's why he has like throwing weapons. He's like, oh, I don't want to fight anybody. Okay, I just want to yeah. steal shit <laughs> and fuck women. And get away with it. Right. And then somehow he always, like in the Suicide Squad, he like gets in the Suicide Squad and he has to save the day, even though he'd rather just run away. Right. Remember, right. remember in the, the movie, in fact, it was probably the best part of the movie as far as like character, uh, character uh, development. Character development was when he like told, uh, uh, Slipknot, he was like, you know, you can do this thing. We can escape if you do this. And he didn't really want to do it, but he tricked Slipknot into doing it to see if it would work. Right. So you and then he's like, oh, no, that, that, that killed him, so I won't do that. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The spoiler list, Slipknot's in the movie for 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's the, the idea that, like, uh, a cowardly person ends up doing the right thing. Yeah, at the end. Just by... Uh, but I love the idea that it's... Un- like, he was... F- like, it's... I, I always had, the, you know, like, the... For a while there, every movie, like every, oh, every Ben Stiller movie was about this guy just having, having horrible shit happening to him. <laughs> like bad shit keeps, and no one's on his side and everything, like where it was one of those, it's like 
every movie is like one of those movies where if you just hey everybody let me just explain the situation the movie would end in five yeah, minutes yeah. you know what i mean there would be no yeah. more conflict but or like in sitcoms where they would just solve like uh jerry seinfeld talked about the script that they never did for seinfeld where like a pro a standard sitcom problem would pop up and then they and then they would solve it immediately yeah, yeah. like they would just be like oh oh yeah <laughs> and then they would just continue on and they would just address all these problems i love the concept of the that happening but in a good way yeah where like someone just kind of stumbles and all of a sudden they're like i'm meeting the queen what is yeah, it? Yeah, you know yeah. like <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I like that idea. I, I do like it. I, I was thinking earlier, I was like, oh, he is like Forrest Gump, but too clever and and yeah. too... Because Forrest Gump is obviously stupid and that that's why he's brave. You know, people are like, oh, what's the difference between stupidity and bravery? Oh. Right, that, right. That sort of thing. Where it was with, with Flashman, he, he is very clever, but just a terrible <laughs> person, which I absolutely love. When did you start reading uh, the Flashman uh, series? So I think uh, I was about... Fifteen or sixteen, I think. How so, did you discover them? Uh, I think it was actually my mother. She was like, "Oh, have you heard of the Flashman books?" I was like, uh, "No, what are they?" And she got me the first one, and I was like, "Get me more." Get, and I, I think I do actually have all of them. Oh, really? Wow. wow. There, there are a lot. And like, so I'm trying to picture because you're a little bit younger than 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 me. I'm 27. That's not too. But I mean, that's enough of a generation gap for in pop culture references to be entirely different. And you're from another country where the pop culture references are from entirely different. He's been here a while though. He can, but he he, knows, he uh, knows what Nickelodeon is. No, but he grew up in a <laughs> with different. Look, man, he grew up with uh, Flashman books, which I I've only heard of to you know like when we decided to do him as a hero. <laughs> but like the the reality of it is is that you as a kid growing up in Great Britain did was there like a TV culture. Was there a video game culture? Was there was that like were the there books? all like you know what I mean like because I grew up I hated reading as a kid because in school they would force you to read yeah. things that I didn't want to read. Yeah, were there competing like shit that you that you were doing or were you a, a reader? We we had everything as well. Like I I enjoyed watching TV films, playing video games, and reading. Like I remember when the first Harry Potter book came out, mm. and I, I was. That would have stood right at your wheelhouse. That's perfect age for yeah, you. Yeah, right? I, I was really young. I, I remember our teacher reading them to us at school, and we were like, "Oh my god, these these books are incredible!" Um, and and <laughs> I, I also, I think I grew up at the same rate as Harry Potter did. Like, I the book uh, first book came out when he he was eleven, and I think I was eleven. Right. And yeah. I also looked a lot like Harry Potter because I, I had glasses. Uh, the lightning scar on your forehead is a uh, dead giveaway. <laughs> yeah. Um, the accent were they round glasses on. or what kind of glasses? No, they were, they were just normal glasses so not too nerdy. Uh, but like... Sta- you still kid, identified with any them. Any yeah. kid yeah. with like the moppy haircut and glasses yeah. is Harry yeah. Potter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but when I came over to America when I was like 13 and Harry Potter was... Oh, man. Was like, oh, my God, you look like Harry Potter. And I was like, <laughs> well... Thank you. I haven't heard that. I one. I like how your American accent is also the uh, the voice that a black guy does when he's imitating a white dude. Oh, you guys, we're Ooh, gonna you look like Harry Potter. We're gonna <laughs> audit some tax forms here, <laughs> well, Mr. Mr. Potter. Is it Mr. Harry Potter? God damn, that's funny. Uh, what um, did you? So, as a kid, did it? Did you like think of yourself as? Did it, um, did it influence you negatively? Where you're like, I'm gonna try and be sneaky and get away. I'm gonna, with I'm gonna try to rape women. No, no, no. no, no. He, hey, does he rape women? I don't, a couple he, times. He, yeah. he never, I don't think he really forced it. There are like a few times he's with. Um, he like blackmails women. Yeah, a lot of blackmail. He's blackmailed <laughs> and taken advantage of a few times. Um, <laughs> really, man, yeah. this is this guy. No, he's, his he's his an Wikipedia page yeah. is a whole section of women he slept with. <laughs> get out really yeah and it's like there's That's at least funny. like 180 here are the famous ones um oh, like real historic when was, figures when was when did uh broccoli write james bond like what wh- around what time because oh, that, uh, that was the 50s six, yeah. yeah yeah i seem like there could be a little bit of crossover in terms of yeah. the bond flashman you know yeah I think, I think that's what it is yeah sometimes flashman goes on these missions where he has to do stuff um and they're all, all real events like all the wars he's in the real like and, and he mentions being at the battle of gettysburg and he met robert e lee and lincoln and ended up helping each side through the three days of that's Get- funny wow but that's th- really th- funny. there's no actual book about the american civil war but he talks about it referencing other books it, it, yeah that's and interesting I, I think it's because 
there's probably my, my I asked I was talking about this with my dad a few years ago and he said he thinks it's because there's too much written about the American Civil War that it's and because in, in the end notes of the books they'll say like oh this is corroborated in this person's real book of a oh. time and also because ah. Flashman is like a six foot floor uh, six foot four dark head with a beard there are actually paintings where a guy who looks like him are in it that's at, funny at the time that's which funny. are mentioned in the end like the charge of a light br- brigade with the Crimea yeah there's like um, he, he takes part in that he's in the front of the charge in the book and in and the, there's uh, a painting of it where it with looks with a guy who looks like him get the fuck out of here oh, that, that, that's, I that. I that's really funny Do, the British military is is that how do the British view their military? Because you say that he's... Well, he was in the Marines for a little bit. Right, right yeah. I was, I, yeah, so, I was yeah, getting there. I, I did um, ROTC at university, which was great, then joined the Marines for a short while, but decided to... Is it viewed leave. like it is in the United States as like that patriotism? No, thing? no, no, no. It's, oh, really? No, like I've got a lot of friends who are in the uh, Army and the Marines, and none of them are like, I do it for my, for my love of the country, for Queen and Country. They're just like, it's oh, a job. I, I just do it for a job, travel... None of them are telling me that I, I'm missing out. But uh, people definitely respect the military, but they won't be like, oh, you have to blindly support. Do they have like Veterans Day and stuff like that? So we have, uh, on the 11th of November, we have Remembrance Day, which is the World War One armistice. Yeah. Right, yeah. And, we and have 11, 11 We used to do that, and they changed it to Memorial Veteran, Day. No, no vet, Veterans we, Day. Yeah. Armistice Day and then Veterans Day yeah. is, is what it is now. But Armistice Day is much more powerful. I love that Kurt Vonnegut quote where... Like the silence on that day, he met someone who was there, who was on the battlefield when they called the arms, and then there's like the silence was, uh, like I forget the exact quote, but it's the silence being so like profound and and like that it that someone had to make noise to kind of make to get rid of the silence. But apparently, the the generals are like, oh, we should wait until eleven o'clock on November eleventh. So let's keep, like, oh, we've got other? a few days, so we can have a few more battles. It's like. Oh really? Yeah, I, th- I think so, and it wouldn't really surprise me because that was like the World War One attitude, and there are stories of like um, making a point. Yeah, 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 and it's like another very British thing with the whole gentleman and etiquette. Like the British were given someone was like, "Oh, I've designed designed a machine gun," and like, "Oh, that's that's not what a gentleman uses in war." And the Germans were like, "Oh, this is a great efficient uh, yeah. <laughs> machine. Let, let's use it. Uh, we can kill more people with this." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know like there's like that whole uh german and german engineering it's like yeah yeah we've had a problem and we engineered a way to solve it <laughs> yeah that problem was too many british people alive <laughs> and we solved it yeah. oh man did you uh this is kind of off topic but did you watch uh colin quinn's uh new york story on netflix no oh, oh so is good. that no i want the it's colin like quinn one i saw was the american the, one the uh unconstitutional yeah yeah he, he like he talks about like uh, immigrants and what they brought to like the New York uh, personality, and he's like Germans when they came over here, they created the delicatessens and stuff, and the whole idea of like uh, if you're not ready to order, get out of line. <laughs> of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next, no, you don't know. Get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next, <laughs> your order, please. And order, then order, order now. The, uh, the, one of the things I love about like because uh, it's funny you talk about the accent. I love. I'm a big fan of like. Monty Python and I love um, actually I just started watching it, uh, the premiered uh, yesterday or the day before the Grand Tour where the Top Gear guys got oh fired, yeah, you know, yeah Jeremy Clarkson and all that stuff yeah. I'm a huge fan of that show I love Top Gear Top Gear is great and yeah. the humor on that show is very funny but they they make fun of other countries so much like there's a but because it's like in New York where like every culture is in your neighborhood. In if you're for in Europe, like every country is right there, and they speak yeah. different languages, and they have yeah. completely different traditions, and everything's just like, but they're in your face the whole time. Yeah. So like when, like you hear stories about people making fun of the Germans or something like that. Like Germany was playing Great Britain in some soccer match, and then then the, the British people were chanting like, "If you won the war, stand up. If you lost the war, sit down," or something like that. Like the, the, yeah, you, like literally using soccer. And making fun of World War Two at the same time. So there's uh, another football song we have, which is Two World Wars and One World Cup. Do-da, do-da. <laughs> two World Wars and One World Cup. So, yeah, people like, people like oh, British it, people are funny. so polite. But then, like, when you, we will <laughs> kick out and lash out when, when needed. Uh, yeah. Do you find, because there are, like, different, 
because the British accent does give the, the whole intelligence vibe, you know, because you are you are an intelligent person. But then oh, you hear you. about the soccer hooliganism and like those and then like the like there's like a whole the what's the you were telling us about like lad culture or something like that. Yeah. And there's like entire subsets of British British people who are like pieces of shit also, you know, like. Uh, what was yeah. that story about the dude who won the lottery or something like that over there? And oh, the the chav. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, a white trash person winning the lottery, so he just buys a nicer trailer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> type thing. <laughs> because they're like that's the one thing. I, every uh, that I'm trying. I wish there was a way I could find like some sort of anthropological study for this. But there, I I believe that there are rednecks of every demographic every not demographic ge- every there's geographic every country red, has every their country rednecks. has their yeah. rednecks yeah. yeah whatever it is it, but you can't say white trash because i'm not talking about i'm talking about rednecks i'm talking about the people who are out in the sun doing Derelicts. bullshit whatever you know like cuz like i'm sh- like my family i'm cuban right my my family moved to the united states my aunt, my my mom and my uncle were raised here so my uncle is a cuban redneck he's got an airboat he goes out in the swamp Hunts alligators, gigs frogs. He listen, you know, like he's he's a Cuban redneck. He he goes out fishing. He goes out hunting. Like he does all of that shit. There's different, like every every culture has rednecks, but in the same way, like I'm sure there's people in London who never leave London. Like they just spend their like the you know like the New Yorkers that like oh I never I've never been below 14th Street or whatever it is. There's just yeah. culturally there's just people who stay in the neighborhood. Yeah, those people are like reverse rednecks in the level of ignorance to what rednecks do it yeah like oh why would someone go mudding in a jeep and i'm like because it's fucking fun <laughs> you know so i'm sure like in in like in snatch when they're making fun of fucking pikes and they go coursing hairs yeah in my mind i'm like hey that's what they're doing for fun meanwhile it's like animal cruelty <laughs> <laughs> and but, on, the, on the flip side you have uh fox hunting which yes. is what the gentry do and they're like oh you know it's regulated we have our horses our, our pink jackets and government. it's regulated there's like a government well the go- government are trying to a stop ministry it. of and silly walks pr- pretty much but um yeah because there's something they can chase the fox but they're not allowed to kill it and it's like but the problem is oh well we can't control the pack of dogs yeah yeah, yeah you tr- we train these dogs to kill the fox and it's like oh by the way they're they're dogs they're not people you can't tell yeah. them to stop <laughs> but then i also think they say like oh we're doing it on farmers lands who allow us uh this is like it, it does support jobs in an a local economy somehow, and the foxes That's are just going to be argument, poisoned, yeah. shot, or uh, trapped, which, which isn't going to like the dogs tear them apart in seconds. Yeah. But then, what's the brutal. point of like? Don't they keep the like the pelts are ruined if the dogs chew like tear them up? I'm not entirely sure how, but I, I remember debating this with someone. You're a representative for all of British culture. <laughs> oh, okay, answer fair for enough. Them. Yeah, but I, I remember arguing about this with someone online and like, but what is the difference between fox hunting and if I lived on the council estate, like the projects, and I got my dogs to hunt a rabbit or something? Right. You know, yeah. There's obviously a class. Or like, there's the thing, especially in like uh, California, Arizona, that area was like a lot of coyotes yeah and it's like coyotes eat dogs mm-hmm. and they eat cats and they eat pets and stuff in florida with alligators they go yeah hunting. yeah so it's like if you see a coyote a lot of people are like if you have a gun shoot it shoot that coyote so it's like what's the difference between a coyote and a fox i don't know i, I don't know i, I think that i think the the part of it that that is questionable is that it's it's like orchestrated and celebrated and yeah, it's proper yeah. and they're, they're like oh and then all of a sudden there's like an animal ripped to shreds but then at the end of this like real posh party you know? that, that's going to be hunting whether you do it like crawling mm-hmm. through the mud with a rifle right yeah I, i'm not anti hunting i'm not yeah, anti hunting because oh, yeah. like fucking liberal <laughs> i'm not a, what do you mean <laughs> you fucking cook what does that mean? I'm not I'm anti. I'm not anti hunting. I'm fucking with you, man. <laughs> but make it make sense when you're fucking with me because I'm not. I'm saying I'm siding on the side of if you want to hunt and you kill like a game animal and you feel dread like those people who hunt, like, like, uh, like in the the people who go big game hunting in Africa and they shoot like a oh, yeah. they pay up thirty thousand yeah. dollars to go shoot a rhino. I'm like you. I bet Flash mode would do something like that. You can, yeah, is there a safari one? There's a few when he's in. He goes to Madagascar, ah. and there's also an intro. I brought this one. Um, 
Flash for Freedom, where he ends up um, on a slaving boat from Africa oh, to shit. New Orleans. Uh, Whoa, titties on that fucking cover yeah. too. So, well, come on, man. So this one, kid, did you ever jerk off to that cover? No, no, uh, no. Missed out, bro. Not everyone has this fucked up repression that you do, <laughs> oh, where you're on, like titties. Me, you know, <laughs> tell oh, me you no. didn't make a, a copy of National Geographic all sticky. Uh no, but I, my mom did have a photography book that had some nudes in it, and I, <laughs> nice. and I was like, "That's interesting." I was all about the nursing textbooks. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> one of your bits. The anatomy. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah. So, but wait, he's pro-slavery. He ends up getting caught in a situation he doesn't want to be, and it's either oh. like, "Oh, you can either help me on this slaving ship, or I'll kill your WN or something." And actually, th- this one is hilarious. They're all hilarious in a way because there turns out to be a guy on the boat who gets ill and he's dying and he tells Flashman, like, oh, I'm actually uh, undercover. I'm, I'm trying to investigate this boat. And he dies before they get to port. So when they get to port and they pretty much get arrested, Flashman's like, oh, I, I was working undercover to expose... Oh, uh, so he was the agent. He takes <laughs> the place of the yeah, agent. That, that, a lot of that sort of what thing What an happens. opportunistic fuck. Th- that's guy. literally him, yeah. This is such a good. You can start reading these books now. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I want to. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm definitely gonna read. Uh, read. Read the the first one. I'm definitely want to read that initial story. Is that where you would recommend starting? Uh, yeah. There is like um an order they were written in and an order that they're set in, but I I don't think it's too important as long as you hit the main ones in order because it does jump back and forth. Cool. Um, but also when they were first released in the US I think and they were reviewed they thought I think the American reviewers thought they were real right the Flashman had <laughs> yeah that he's a, like a real guy yeah. that's funny you know what I'm remembering this is gonna make no sense at all this is very like gonna kind of affect uh, the listenership's opinion of me but I love like the Shanghai Noon movies with Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson oh yeah right. and in Shanghai Nights, the second one. I didn't see that one. But. That one, he there's this whole book series about this guy. Like he play, he, he pretends to be like a Mark Twain figure writing these legends of Roy O'Bannon, who's like this, you know, kind of like a Pecos Bill, yeah, the you know, di- the dime novels. Paul, yeah, those those dimester novels where it's like yeah. adventure and he's like a Wild West superstar, and it turns out to be him. It, it rings similar to this. It rings like there's a there's probably someone who like a Walter Mitty situation where he's just having, this guy's having, ima- like the guy who was writing this is having those like imagination. I could picture it as that, yeah, yeah. as that kind of concept. Cause the secret life of Walter Mitty, not the movie that came out, but the, the actual short story that it's based on is very much just some guy's daydreams about giving himself a loftier existence. Yeah. yeah. They had, I think that in, in Shanghai uh, nights, I think they like, they run into like a little orphan kid, and it's yeah. Charles Dickens. No, it's Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, yeah. But There's the, a ton of yeah. Jackie Chan loves Chaplin and, and Buster, uh, Keaton. Buster Keaton. Yeah. Oh, I can Buster see that. Keaton yeah, especially yeah. because they were Buster Keaton. They do was, their own stunts and yeah. yeah. But he was man. That would have made this, this Flashman thing would make a good kind of Buster Keaton esque movie. Yeah. Oh, I think we're. I think we're. Made, I think we're onto something, guys. If you made a movie I now uh, of of uh, Flashman, who would you cast in the in the lead role? Ooh, that's a good way to wrap. We got to wrap this up. But that's oh, a we good. Wrap that's it up? a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great. That's a great. Who do you picture when you when you picture this character? To, to be honest, part of me, I I, I thought I'd either Say. love to write it or I'd, I'd love to be Flashman. Say if I, you, if I yeah. Yeah. You you you're like you. I don't know if I can act for shit though, but you would want to be Flash. Why, yeah, why don't you just write it and we like goof around and, and shoot it like a, like a fan film? So someone was telling me there was a script which was written for something uh, from a guy, a film that came out recently. Ish, he was like doing a UCB class and he wrote yeah. something and sent it to someone, a studio, be like, "Oh, can you review my script? I'm looking to be a screenwriter." And they're like, "Oh, this script is really good. We'll buy it and make it." And it was yeah. like, "Oh, wow." I have an idea. We'll talk about this. Be writing a spec script, basically, for if you want. Yeah, to yeah. I have an idea, and we'll talk about it after the mics are off. And I think it'd be pretty cool if we can if we can work on something. I, I love this idea. This character is very interesting, and it boggles my mind how I've never heard it before. I've never like why is this not more popular? It, it is quite a, a piece a, of shit. Uh, but. Yeah. Um, 
But what what you were saying about um, them meeting the young Charlie Chaplin? That there's a Flashman book where he's in London and he's hiding on the streets of London, and he this this guy comes along and he's like, "Ah, oh, my dear Watson, who do we have here?" And it's Sherlock Holmes, oh, for like balls out Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, and it's literally like a few pages, not nothing to do with the rest of the story or something. So it's kind of like a leave extraordinary gentleman. No, I think this is totally like um, like Forrest Gump, yeah, where he yeah, like yeah. all of a sudden crosses paths with, uh, you know, Abby Hoffman yeah, in the yeah. big speech. You know, like he could just cross his paths with the "Have a Nice Day" guy, and yeah, he makes yeah. the, you know, I totally he's like he's like ro- gentleman rogue slash Forrest Gump. I I, yeah. I totally dig it. We I, I mean. I hope people listen to this. I'm gonna really put like I I want to. I like this one a lot, man. Good but, fucking thank you. Hero. I, I was thinking about it the past week, and like you you said earlier, did it negatively impact me? But I, I think it's like gr- growing up. I went to Catholic. I went to an all boys Catholic school, and then Oof. I went to boarding school. I was in Oof. ROTC, and you know, like you get a group of teenage boys together, throw some authority, and they will try and start shit. Like remember when you were <laughs> at school, teachers like oh, I'm popping out for thirty seconds, and you're like. Yeah, what, a what group of a group of preteen boys is a pack of wild animals. Yeah. You know, like encouraging each other, en- encouraging the worst traits of each other. Yeah, for no other reason than it was like, let's see what happens if we punch each other in the balls. Yeah. You know, like literally. <laughs> but I, I think like as we got older, we're like, oh, okay, we'll stop punching each other in the balls. But how can we wind Pete? Like, how can we get in their head? Which I think is a big thing with lad culture as well. Like trolling is. Yeah, like you like have that's them. the modern day equivalent of like. Oh, is that where like the lad Bible comes from? Is that? Oh, I think lad Bible is a bit sh- of like shitty ladness, but like lad lad culture is different to bro culture, where I think it's a a bit more gentlemanly. But you also have uh, shit lads. But like when when I you was think with, it's more it's more good natured. I would imagine. Yeah, it's it's like uh, ribbing your mates, having banter, less it's like, uh, less aggressive. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. like sometimes we get aggressive, but we do it ironically. More cheeky, so, if yeah, you yeah, will. Che- yeah. Um, Boom! I get it. I'm getting like, the language. When when we used to go out drinking at university, and someone would have their drink, like oh, I feel a bit ill, and like. Oh yeah, I remember my first beer type yeah, thing. Yeah, like, oh, do you, do you want to call it a night? And I had one friend who'd always have a beer, and you're like, "Oh, I need some uh, Indi- heartburn tablets." And then <laughs> we, we're just like, "That's me." That's Will Watkins. It's just like finding the person's weakness and insecurity, and just w- without being a dick about it, right? So right. you're obviously not like, "Oh, you're an orphan. I'm gonna," <laughs> not 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 something like that. But if someone like. Slept with you know who else was an orphan? Harry Potter. Yeah, but it's like if someone slept with the wrong girl, (laughs) then you just oh okay. Well, that's come on. I've made fun of that busting balls. You bust to somebody's job. Bust balls. I made a jerking off hand motion with busting. Gahoo! I also I had some friends over uh, a few weeks ago, two guys from London, and we ended up going to like this really broy bar near my place. And my girlfriend joined us, and she was like, oh, "I haven't seen you like that." And I'm like, when, when I get <laughs> yeah. with my English friends, you have a few beers, and you just I've I've you know one of the things have you ever have you, oh man we don't have fuck it we're going long have you done comedy in in I, I actually in haven't because I, I started comedy when i moved to new york in 2012 and every time i go back to london it's either not for long or it's around christmas new year where nothing i have the same thing in florida I, when i go back home i would love to get spots and whatnot but i'm always just kind of there for family and i don't yeah. really have a car also when i did go to london earlier this year i, I was like um email some places a month or two in advance i was like oh any chance of spots and i like, oh we're booked until july and this is for an open mic and i sent them that email in like february whoa like, and i asked will mars about it uh fellow british comic here in new york um he's a funny dude you, you know him well, i i will may mars? it sounds familiar he's a good guy he uh, did edinburgh and a couple it sounds real familiar yeah he he told me um because he did a lot in london he, he's done shows in edinburgh and stuff sure, his sure. own show um he told me yeah places in london book up because people will do a comedy course and be like, oh, I'll book myself for an open mic in six months and then quit comedy so you can you know it's like people who start and right, give right. up for a week they or two they book up for open mics wow that's weird that's yeah I know it's like I would love to just go and show up and just be like can I you know like because who knows by then someone might have but I've always dreamed of doing stand up in in the UK somewhere I don't know it just seems like like 
uh, like I would, I would love to do stand up in Australia. Just you know, I can't do it in. I can't. People ask me all the time if I do do stand up in Spanish, and I'm like, no, absolutely not, because I don't know. I know what's funny to me in English, but I don't think in Spanish, so I can't. The translation, it'll get lost. Oh, I can do that. Just dress up like a bee and be like, Dios mío, papi. (laughs) All right. Right, the, the, extent, the extent of Will's knowledge about uh, Latino culture is based on Bumblebee Man from The yeah. Simpsons. <laughs> I've seen Univision. El Gordo y la Flaca. El Gordo y la Flaca. But that, there was a while there where the Latin comedy was all just like an old fat man dressed as a little kid looking yeah. at horny women. Just being horny for women. I was like, that's comedy. And I would turn on the TV be like seven Zorros. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is but, this? Yeah. But yeah, so I mean... Uh, Don, thank you so much for coming. Is there anything you'd like to promote? I know you have uh, a couple shows here in the city. Yeah, uh, I've got my Reddit show, uh, although I might put that on hiatus, to be honest. <laughs> this is going to be on the internet for in perpetuity, so if it comes Okay, back, so check out the Reddit show. Check out the, uh, the Flashman film, hopefully starring yours yeah, truly, that's right, yeah. written by uh, myself, Mike, and Will. <laughs> this is, if this, if this happens, it'll be prophetic. It'll be like the, when when is, the idea was gonna actually be lots birthed. of use of the word cunt. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what's your Twitter? At Dom oh, Foggers my, is Instagram, right? Uh, Dom Foggers underscore Esquire S E S Q is uh, Instagram. Wow. My Instagram is mainly bodybuilding, but I try to be funny about it. Uh, you, yeah, that's for another we podcast. We didn't talk about your the, the fitness goals, the fitness pursuits. Yeah, but, beast, uh, he's a beast. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, that's. I do think that is a great angle to take as a comedian. The 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 broke the the yeah. fitness, the gains comedian. Yeah. Well, that's that's Billy Princell does that really well. Oh, so right, what yeah, what yeah. I'm what I'm trying to do is like do the the gentleman rogue. Ver- oh, oh you know, very like flash be, be, yeah be, be cheeky um i like it i, I dig I, it cheeky is now yeah. my new favorite word to think but not say because <laughs> I, 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 I sound like a fucking weirdo cheek. oh you're cheeky you're cheeky because uh, yeah in england people like cheeky that's that's the way they say it oh yeah, yeah. Cheeky. cheeky all right i'm not even gonna try but cheeky. dominic thank you for uh, coming on the show is a great, really good oh. hero, man. This is yeah. really fun to talk about, and it's and, and I, I'm really gl- glad to have learned about this. Yeah. Glad um, to have taught you. I think the books are probably. I think I got these at Barnes and Nobles over here, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure them. they're. Um, you know, Kindle. they have the internet on computers now. Uh, oh. My voice cracked like I'm a 12 year old. Um, I, I can't read electronic books though. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're a luddite book reader I, I prefer the the physical do you like the smell of books i do too actually oh. i prefer but i mean f- fiscally speaking it's easier to to find yeah. the books and download them on a tablet or whatever plus in new york space is limited yeah uh will at william a hey, william a Watkins. on everything is there anything you'd like to now, promote I got nothing besides this life. show which was going live fuck Ooh. it we're doing it live <laughs> at uh uh, on, at the Creek in the Cave, Thursday nights, uh, starting now in December. Um, come out. You, it's called Unsung Heroes. We can announce the title, Unsung Heroes. And basically, if you're walking around being a schlub all day, and you got, we'll give you a chance to come on our live podcast recording and be a hero for five minutes to do whatever you want. Just talk with us, do stand up, do a character, do whatever you like. And, uh, it'll be recorded in perpetuity for all of existence. And, uh, that'll be fun. So yeah, come on out to the Creek in the Cave. In Long Island City, eight o'clock Thursdays, starting in December, and it should be weekly, continuing in 2017, if the United States has not collapsed by then. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm Mike Mercadol at Mike Mercadol on all the social media things. And um, what was I going to say? Go be heroic. There it is. <laughs> <laughs>